The podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. To find more podcasts like this, please check out ProfessionalCasual.com. Welcome to the Comic Book Rundown. Bothering you up now because you're gonna let me down later. Oh, I am going to let you up. Let me tell you. Well, this is okay. Look, this is gonna be interesting. Uh, we are gonna try something new, mainly because Ron didn't want to read these, and I don't blame him one bit for not wanting to read these. Because uh, I definitely I didn't want to read them either. This is a little segment of the show I'd like to call Ron covers the cover. Oh, <laughs> um, this is going to be different. So let's go ahead. Hell, let's just get right into it. Um, we today we're covering Iron Man issues 38 through 46. Uh, I realized after I read the last issue of 45 and then I looked at the picture of what I sent you that I didn't read the last issue. Wait, hold on a second. Oh, God, come on. You did not. Oh, no, we're good. I just mislabeled the uh, numbers. We're fine. Okay. Okay. Because that actually it would work out better if, if you hadn't read it or hadn't even looked over anything. Because then when you look at the cover and be like, all right, this is what's going to happen. I mean, that's what I did for this whole thing. But yeah. Sure. Uh, I also skimmed yeah. the story a little bit just to make sure that like, uh, you know. You have some sort of. Okay. Uh, yeah. These were, these were published by Marvel in 1971 through 1972. The writers are Jerry Conway, Roy Thomas, and Gary Friedrich. Art was done by George Tuska, Herb Trim- Trimpe? 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 Uh, T-R-I-M-P-E. Yeah, Trimp. Who knows? Trimp. Uh, and Russ Andrew. Inks by Mike Esposito, Herb Trimpe again, Jim Mooney, Frank Giacomo, Koya, Vince Coletta, and John Verporten. What are all these names, man? I know. People have names. It's so fucking weird. I hate oh. it. Uh, letters done by Gene Simic, Artie Simic, Al Kurzork, Kurzrock, Kurzrock. There we go. And Sam Rosen. Um, all right. So let's hop into this right away. I will say this. This first issue, issue 38, the cover definitely doesn't match what happens in the issue. Oh, fantastic. Because so, guess so what? What, what? What did you think happened in this issue? All right. So based the on cover. the covers, <clears throat> Iron Man gets attacked by a man inside of a whale while trying to save a wrongfully accused man and his hot girlfriend. Also, somehow he broke his arm and he's got it in a fucking iron sling. Oh, wait. Where did you get the whale from? Jonah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> okay. Come on, Joey. Um, Didn't you spend like eight years in like Bible school or something? 
Uh, ten, technically, if you count kindergarten. Um, <laughs> Wait, why were you in kindergarten twice? No, I was freshman year at Lures. Oh, that's right. Uh, so, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So the cover says when calls a man named Jonah. Should have really figured that one out. Good call. <laughs> I like that one. Uh, ultimately, what really happens is, um, yeah, Iron Man. Yeah, his his sling, especially when you actually look through the issue, the sling becomes like an iron sling. Oh, you the- see, I thought that he made an iron sling specifically to hold his arm up because I saw like in the issue that he had done something to his arm and it's in a sling, yeah, and he then got like shot or something, it got grazed. And then my thing about it is though is inside the Iron Man suit, like the suit holds itself together, yeah, right? Exactly. All the servos and stuff are what moves the arm. So why did he have to have a sling? Like it, it just well, it well. So that's the other thing. Tony Stark is the one that got shot. So then Iron Man in the sling makes no sense. Hey, look, they're two different that, people, right? They or, are. Right? And boom, there's boom, a couple. Boom. There's some stuff later on where it's like, how are you not piecing together what's happening with with Iron Man and Tony Stark when this is? Oh, that's result? super easy. As we've covered before, people in the '70s were fucking dumb. They definitely are. And yes, I'm specifically talking to you that's cringing right now, like, all oh, these kids don't know anything. Yeah, you're dumb. <laughs> uh, but the whole point of this is um, Tony Stark got presented this his, one of his um, I don't know, people that he works with, comes up and gives him this uh, resume, or this app job application, and it's about this guy named Frankie Majors, who apparently gave the sob story to this guy about how he was learning off the streets in, Har- in Harlem and he grew up on the streets until his mom had to go in the hospital and then he went like full on bad guy and, and, and basically a mobster until this one guy named Jonah wanted to move in on his territory and Frankie's like, that's not happening. Uh, Jonah's guy, what's his name here? Uh, Gar- Gardenia, 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 like the flowers or something, something like that. Uh, basically kills a cop and blames it on Frankie. Frankie goes to jail, and when he gets out, he's like he became a a straight man. And I didn't know he was gay before. Well, you when you went to jail, you definitely became gay. Oh, I guess that's fair. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, so he no, as long as he said no homo first. Well, of course, yeah. But no, actually, I don't it. think. If you got out of jail and became a straight man, that's fine. I don't think they had no homo in uh, the 70s, though, so they were just gay in jail. Oh, okay. That works. Uh, Yeah, he gets out and puts the application in at Stark. And I wonder Lee. if they even had pause back then so they could uh, you know, give him a chance to... Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> but see, this uh, is before they had things like um, fingerprinting, apparently. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now I'm, because, now I'm curious. No, oh, you yeah, know what? No, you're right. Actually, Frankie, Frankie, no, I'm sorry. Um, Gardenia shoots this cop in this warehouse and then throws the gun down and then runs off. And the other cop, the second cop, comes in, sees Frankie over the dead body of a cop, and is like, "Put your hands up. We got you dead to rights." And then when he goes to to J, uh, to the court, apparently all the other things about Frankie's wrongdoings comes to light. So it's just like. Oh, yeah, it's because he's black. That too. I'm surprised the cop didn't just shoot him. Yeah. There's, but also, uh, there's, uh, look, there's a couple, been around there's... since 1901. All right, perfect. 
Uh, but there, there's a couple issues lay there where there's a like a protesting people are protesting Stark Industries, and it's a you know a group. Of, oh, is that when the Green Iron Man shoots the school kids? Yeah, that one. Um, and there's cops like trying to hold off, and instead of uh, in my head because of the way society is anymore, the the white kids are the ones throwing all the rocks and stuff, but the cops are going after the black kids because, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, That's a little too close to reality. Oh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, obviously, Stark gives him a job at Stark Industries. Iron Man goes off to face off against Jonah, who turns out now Jonah is just a title. Uh, the previous person who went by Jonah is now gone, and so Jonah wasn't a prophet? Nope. Because he's dead now, I guess. Uh, Gardenia I mean, that's what happens is, when you get by a whale. Yeah. Uh, goes by Jonah now and is basically threatening uh, Frankie. And he does eventually capture Frankie's go- girl. I don't even know her name. I don't think they ever actually say her name. Oh, um, she's a girl in a, a 1970s comic. It doesn't even matter what her name is. She's just there for the guy. I mean, honestly, probably. Because next time we see it, see them, it's she's tied up and I, well, tied to a chair. Still hot. And get, never mind. And getting what? (laughs) No, go ahead and finish that sentence. I said she was gagged. Go to say she was gagged. Yeah. (laughs) All right, coming. That's my bad. Um, But like this, like, then we finally get the part in the front page or in the cover where it's Iron Man trying to protect this this girl who's tied up. But even then doesn't even happen because the final page has got like nine panels on it and you're at the point of like, okay, well, Iron Man's a standoff. He can't do anything. Uh, Frankie has been knocked down. He hasn't he hasn't got back up again. Never gonna keep him down. Uh, and then the girl is, you know, has a gun point to her head. Well, Iron Man's able to magically rewire some stuff on his hand and blast the gun out of the guy's hand. And then Frankie cry chops a couple other guys. And it's like, oh, yeah, everything is all hunky-dory now. And then they walk into the sunset with Iron Man in between Frankie and his girl. And that's how uh, <clears throat> they also end the... Uh, uh... So then these next two issues are kind of connected. And actually, there's a good... Like these two connect, and then I want to say the next, like, well, issue 41, we get Mr. Klein, which we had talked about in Daredevil. Yes. So that's kind of fun. Uh, but like these two issues. Hold on. I got this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're going right. to cover for both these issues. So, oh, for both the issues? Okay. Yeah, issue Iron 40, Man fights with the clan, the clan with a K. Uh, while also fighting flying man rockets with lasers, and also his friend is in a coma. And then Iron Man, after his identity is revealed, fights underwater clansmen while a hot naked chick thinks about him. Also, Tony is tripping balls in the end. Okay, very good. How close uh, was I? I? They're not clan members. Are you sure? Yeah, because their leader's the White Dragon. Yeah, he's Japanese or Chinese or he's Asian. He is Asian. Oh, they're, they're okay. Group. See, he still looked just like a white dude in these to me, so. Well, yeah, because this was a different uh, color and anchor and all that, so uh, it looks terrible. This, like, this this art for this issue did not 
do um, these people justice. Funny enough, like that was one of the reasons why, like, I didn't uh, read these is because I was just disappointed in a lot of the pictures. Well, and they they had a ton of different artists. I mean, they had three different artists. Oh, uh, it must have been is... one of those things where they were like, "Oh, you're fired. Get out of here." Well, and, well, and. I wouldn't say that they're fired. It's just like, or is this one of those things where they had people working on like four different, uh, I think that's kind of what it was. They had multiple people working on multiple different things. And of course they were only getting paid like, you know, a dollar a page for these things. So back in the day. Sure. Um, yeah. So honestly, you're not too far off in that first coverage. The only thing I will say is the Avengers show up for some reason. Don't know why. Do they really? Um, they're, they're there for, they're literally there for a page. Iron Man gets like knocked out of the air when he's fighting these uh, henchmen and they're the dragging him off. And then, um, oh, and- damn it. I missed an Elton John reference on that. He could have <laughs> been fighting the clan and Elton John and Rocket Man. Yeah. Rocket uh, Man. Oh. Yeah. The, 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 see, it's, it's Cap, Thor. Falcon and Giant, not Giant Man. What's his name now? Goliath. Thank you. Um, they stop these Rocket Men, henchmen, from taking Iron Man, and then and then they leave again. And Iron Man just kind of wanders off. It's like, well, I don't know I, yeah, Iron Man's being a little bitch though. Well, yes and no. He is being mind controlled, sort of. Um, he got he got captured. And I don't even know how this really started. Uh, he he gets into his car when he's leaving Sitwell, who's in a coma. Okay. Yep. And then gets not in the coma later on. So I don't know what's going on. Oh, it happen. says that he gets blasted with the ray and it makes him feel better. But. Okay. They also said he was in a coma for a week. And I'm pretty sure this has been a lot longer than a week. So whatever. Yeah. Um, But anyway, the, Tony is, he gets in his car to leave the hospital and then there's this gas that comes into his car that sends him, like, knocks him out, and he goes flying into, I'm assuming it's a river and not, like, the ocean. <laughs> because, I mean, I'm hoping so, because that would definitely make sense why there's, a, like, the sub in the river would stand out more than a sub in the ocean, you know? That's fair. But it's also a sub, maybe in the ocean. <laughs> I, I don't know like near the close enough to like the not even not even a port close enough to land that this car can fall into it and be picked up easily so i i don't know what's going on with that but they Tony Stark gets captured and then he gets like his mind twiddled with i guess you can say um so that the white dragon can implement a Tony to build this weapon of mass destruction that is going to blow up the UN because Tony's got a uh, a speech that he's supposed to be taking the UN later. And I think I remember reading about that. But then he doesn't go because he's not all right in the head. I mean, that's fair. Can we talk about the hot chick that's naked all the time? So, okay. And then going to the next page. And I mean, that's the other thing. That wasn't on the... Uh, the cover so you obviously were looking through and saw oh that. yeah well i flipped through and i was just looking at the important things and obviously a hot naked chick's important so. so that hot naked chick is her name is mariana or something marianne rogers um oh she, is he banging one of cap's like relatives don't know 
it's not revealed in these issues. But what is revealed that anytime she's alone, she's naked. Because at one point later on, when like Tony's with her and like he has to leave, like she's already naked almost immediately. Like I mean, that's fair. Like I like to be naked when nobody else is around too. I mean, I'll be naked when people are around also, but yeah, I yep, yep, I can sadly speak truth to that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so this one is that going uh, back to uh, Chuck's question in uh, Steel? <laughs> we might have talked about that, sir. I know <laughs> it's all good. Um, one thing with with all this is um, Kevin O'Brien, which we met Kevin some issues back, and like the last time we had covered Iron Man. Oh yeah, he uh, works for uh, Tony. Correct. He is one of the few, because there's very, very few, who know that Tony Stark is Iron Man. Yeah, and he's a pretty stand-up guy. Like, Yeah, because of that, he has become, like, Tony's confidant. um, To the point where that's all, like, Kevin feels like he's doing. Like, he's taking care of Tony as Iron Man and trying to... I don't know, figure that shit out. Because last issue, when, when White Dragon, like, hits the button that destroys whatever device was in Iron or Tony Stark's head. Iron Man is the one that dropped and White Dragon figures out that Tony Stark and Iron Man are the same person and is just convenient enough that Tony Stark or Iron Man dropped on like Stark Industries so Kevin O'Brien can go save him. Um, <laughs> talking about Marianne she apparently has ESP powers. She's got slight ESP powers where she can see just like. But only she can only see when Tony's in danger. That seems to be her modus operandi. Because she's a woman in a 70s comic, so she can't be her own person. She's obviously got to be. Yeah, that's kind of honestly. Sadly, the truth. And we're going to see that here in a issue or two. Um. Let's see what else is going on in this issue. We got the. This is the part where Tony's tripping balls. Yeah. <laughs> well, they, it just basically retells the last issue. Oh, but is that what that was? For the most part, in his ball. The, the dude with the snake leg. tail thing? Yeah. And the weird little rat men that pulled him out of the water? Yeah, it, it, it's him hallucinating what happened last issue. Oh, okay. So I was right. He was still tripping balls. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good, good, good. Um. The princess of to the white dragon apparently has her own agenda and is honestly like against him the entire time, and it kind of blows up in their face once it gets realized. There's a more fighting. There's a kid uh, who sees Iron Man fall into the ocean, but her his mom doesn't give a shit as she's <laughs> trying to drive and pay attention to the road. I mean, that's fair. So that one was that was interesting. The two people who had actually dragged Iron Man or Tony from the car are infighting, and I think they blow themselves up. I'm not entirely sure. They don't really say. That's kind of what it looks like to me, yeah. Yeah, because then the princess even says, or even White Dragon says, like, um, gone, those Cretans, they've managed to destroy themselves. But this is also while the sub, which I'm assuming is in the river, goes to almost ram over Iron Man, and then Iron Man decides to blow try to blow up the sub so <laughs> which in my head i'm like dude that could have been just 
American sub. Like you were attacking this this thing for. Let's see. Uh, an explosion which would have uh, destroyed most of Manhattan. That is the um, nuclear the, device. Yeah. No. Okay, but, but they have that no, on no. the sub, right? No, that is the device. They had Iron Man build. They had yeah. Or Tony Stark build or whatever. Yes, but at the same time, the these two what are their names? Uh, Creole and Davina. They are they apparently put this nuclear device as well together underwater, which I don't get why it's underwater. But they they plug it in underwater. Also, I, this issue was kind of like I don't know why it was needed. The only really thing you need for future issues is Marianne. Huh. So the rest of it is is kind of cr- well, and Kevin. <clears throat> Kevin O'Brien. The rest of it is just crap because once Iron Man, they he sees on the viewing globe or whatever you want to call it, uh, Stark Industries getting blown up. And so instead of taking care of the bad guy, he rushes off to go take care of his financial interests. Uh, and then the bad guys just kill, kill themselves. So, I mean, that works, right? I, oh. I guess. I don't know. All right. Next issue. 41. Tony fights against a dude with crab claws on his head and spots all over his body uh, while also trying to save a woman, which I believe is an innuendo to some STIs. <laughs> what the? crabs the clap and he's trying to save a chick from it which means that he probably gave it to her also just saying he's also melting too oh man i missed the slagging thing so that that actually yeah the burning sensation that makes sense (laughs) okay um this is another cover that has nothing to do with the issue (laughs) Um, yes for the most part like there there is a girl falling and he does save her um there is this guy is in this issue, this guy with the crab things coming off his head. But the problem is, so it says here, enter the slasher. That's not who got this guy is. This guy is Dominion. I believe his name was. Oh, Dimitri. Yeah, it looks like slasher is the dude that he's with. Correct. So you don't ever see him, which is great. <laughs> I mean, come on. Who? Who thought it was a great idea to make a dude with fucking crab claws sticking off his head like antennas? Let me rephrase that. You don't see... You see him. You see that with the crab stuff. Because that's the guy. That's Dimitri. Yeah, you don't see the slasher, though. You see... Well, he's not the slasher. That's what I'm saying. Like... Yeah. You see the slasher. The slasher is nobody. At one point... get you, Iron Man. Demetrius also has ESP powers. And he can sense that... The plane that Iron Man, well, Tony and uh, Marianne are on, that that plane is going to cause them problems, um, because they're 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 set there to destroy this building. That that's their job, Mister Klein, which we were introduced to Mister Klein back in Daredevil, and I can't remember. Does the Daredevil take place before or after this? So it's concurrent. This okay. is actually, I think, this is the first supposed to be the first appearance of or mention of Klein. I gotcha. Um, but then we get the ending of it all in Daredevil, 
which is fine and also disappointing because we're going to have Klein brought up from now until the very last issue that we're covering, 46 or 45. I can't remember which. And then it's like, well, you don't have to worry about what's going on here. If you go read issue 84 of Daredevil, it's like, then what was the point of having him here? You know, To link them together so that you would buy more comics? Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I mean, that's basically just like whenever uh, they start putting in the little things like uh, this happened and, you know, like the Incredible yeah. Hulk number 682. Yeah, I guess back in the day, especially like 90s, when they had stuff like oh, that. Literally fuck no, the goddamn 90s crossovers, dude. Fuck the, the 90s crossovers. No, 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 not the crossovers. The, I mean, yes, crossovers to a point, but the X happened here, you know, and they had that a lot. Well, and they did it that. So that... would be to the point where I'm like, okay, well, I want to know this story, so I'll go buy it. Versus now, where everything's on an app. And I mean, yeah, but if if nice. you, yeah. But what I'm saying is, I can read that issue now. It's just I'm already paying the monthly subscription, so I have access to all of that. Instead of having to go back to the store to buy another one to find out that you have to go back to the store to buy another one. Yeah. Yeah. Because even, even in 2000s, before all of the apps happened, they did a big push on trades. So they were, you know, getting these trades paperbacks of all these issues collected together. And even now with the epic collections that Marvel's doing, if it's an important enough story, they'll, they'll add it into the collection in there. Yeah. Like Daredevil's yep. got the Iron Man issue in there. Yep. And vice versa. Like when they had the crossover with um, what the Zodiac, yeah, guys or whatever, yeah. So like they're they're finally figuring out that instead of trying to force people to, you know, go get all this stuff, just put it all in one place, and people will you know actually enjoy it. It just sucks that it took forty years. Uh, fifty years. Well, from yeah, because I mean, I was thinking more like twenty tens is when is like all the apps started happening, all the collect oh, so like collectibles, collect yeah. the the big epic collections started happening. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's it's been it's been some time forty to fifty years. Well, yeah, that's because you know, I mean, up to that point, they were like, well, I mean, you know, if you guys didn't catch these stories, I guess you'll just have to try to find the comics, which could be hard. So. It is. It's very difficult, especially with the expensive ones. Exactly. Oh, dude, um, man, I was looking at some of the uh, prices of some of the comics I have, though, and I have a couple of them that are worth over a hundred bucks. Oh yeah, like by themselves. Oh yeah. Like that's exciting. Because <laughs> that means that when I go to sell my Amazing Spider-Man collection, I uh, can make some decent money off of it. Hell yeah! And like I said, I can uh, I can help you out with that. We will figure it out. Absolutely. And get you some good prices. Um. Back to what we're covering. Oh, yeah, that's right. Iron Man. (laughs) So these two, they set off some like sonic pulse that breaks this building up. Iron Man stops him or saves the building. And then we get Mr. Klein to show up basically saying, hey, you guys are idiots. Your your, plan failed. You need to now you need to go do this Um, all the while. Sorry. All the while. Iron Man, Tony, and this other guy, Ben Crandall, are being I'm not going to say interrogated, but they're at the... This is supposed to be a Senate hearing um, about their 
products like Crandall's buildings are apparently being like falling apart and being faulty. Uh, Iron Man's or Tony's weapons are falling apart. So the senator is just like, oh my god, Tony Stark is the uh, start of Vought. Oh, <laughs> ooh. Uh, <laughs> I, um, the senator is basically saying like, this is all shoddy material, and you guys need the answer for this. It's it gets revealed, I think, in the next issue that it's actually Mr. Klein. You know how I remember he had, you know, the mask and robot face and all that? Yeah. It's that's all it is. I'll get you next time, gadget. Basically. Next time. <laughs> um, while all that is happening, you got Marianne who's having premonitions again. Of, is she naked while she's having him? This time no. She's actually dressed. Well, fuck, then she's useless in the set. No. no, she still looks good. Look, you have to be naked to have your uh, ESP yeah, working fully. That no. way you, all the fe- sensors can be out feelers, you know. And... <laughs> anyway, she sees a vision of Iron Man holding Stark with um, Slasher and Demetrius behind him. But Demetrius is like starting to go crazy because he's He's feeling another powerful uh, mind, like overtaking his kind of thing. Okay, so, but can we talk about the fucking crab claw sticking out of his head? Well, okay, well I'm getting there. So once, okay. once the the those two start their sonic device again, Iron Man pops up. He's able to hone in on the device, and he starts to attack these two. Now the thing is. Demetrius is like out of commission almost immediately because the the girl that he senses, Marianne, apparently is coming closer and is overpowering his mind. So he is like, I'm going crazy. And then Slasher is attacking Iron Man, but doesn't really do shit. Until Demetrius finally, like, he has to uh, overexert himself. And with that means he gets super big. And then he gets the crab claws to come out of his forehead. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's weird. Also, he's not the same color as he was on the uh, cover. Correct. Yeah. He's, yeah. Again, like I said, the cover doesn't match what was in the issue. I mean, it hasn't yet. And apparently the, the other thing I've noticed with these issues is Iron Man has like no power supply. Yeah. He, he, I know, I, I think this, Demetrius is like sucking a lot of the external energy out of him or internal energy out of the suit, I think. So that's how he's able to not like drain a lot of his power because he doesn't really, he can't really do shit. But uh, then he's also like melting him too. But you know, it's whatever. Uh, But as soon as Marianne shows up, Demetrius is just like, oh, it's too powerful. I can't do anything. And he shrinks back down to normal size. uh, And then Iron Man just beats both of them up and takes them to the And then Marianne passes out. Yep. And then Tony's like, do I love her? Or is it going to end in disaster like all of my other loves? Alright, so issue 42. What you got for that one? Tony fights banging hot she-demon and some imps, which I think is actually one of his exes. Also, Naked Chick is back. Also, Klein is there. Also, there's some creepy... Uh, sweating to the oldies looking dude that non-consensually touches people. <laughs> so I called him the uh, 
more flamboyant Quicksilver. <laughs> I mean, that's that's pretty good. Like, <laughs> he looks like if uh, if Namor and Quicksilver had a kid. Okay. Yeah. That, that's this dude right here. Yep. Um, okay, so to answer your cover, uh, no. Nope, none of this. The demons are in there, but yes. the, the she demon, demon queen, um, no. Because no, especially since the hot redheaded chick. So that's the fun thing. You see the hot this hot redheaded chick on front, and it's supposed to be a whole thing. Turns out, I think it's supposed to actually be Marianne. Because she's naked point, in this one. She's naked in this one. This is what I was talking about from earlier. Um, at one point when Micah, or as he calls himself, Soul Father. <laughs> or like, but he's not even black. Look, he actually calls himself that like on three different panels. And then the very next issue doesn't call himself that at all. It was one of those things where he was trying something out and it didn't stick. Correct. Um, when at one point Iron Man gets arrested and I mean, I might back up to that in a minute. But he's in jail, and then he has a vision of Micah and Marianne, and she looks like the Demon Queen from the cover. Sort of, yeah. She's a blonde, you know? And then this is all a vision, because when Iron Man does go to Micah, um, she's just in regular, like, dress. She's got a cape on. And a cape. Okay, fine. But she doesn't have the the scales and the... No, the claws. So it's very like that was dumb. Um, yeah, so Micah is an agent of Mr. Klein to go and uh take care of Iron Man, and he does it through Marianne. Um, Iron Man himself, he got called to meet with uh Kandrel, and Kandrel gave him up, like he basically Judas him. <laughs> so that's yeah, another Iron Bible Man, reference, guys. <laughs> Iron Man gets arrested, and it's just like the the one senator who is being all cocky and everything. He's like, "Oh yeah, so you're we can only hold you for twenty four hours, but after that, like, I, it's not gonna take that long to to find something on you or break you or whatever." Um, it, it's the senator that's. Klein, so you know, it's yeah, all a big old like ploy. Um, let's see here, what else? Oh, yeah, so we do get Iron Man going down to save Marianne, fights Micah. Um, he it seems like he kills him, it seems like he he actually wins until he gets up there and then realizes that Micah was just toying with him. Allegedly. Also, can we talk about the fact that uh, um, Micus apparently has no penis? I mean, there's either a reason that, why. Either that or he does the tuck under. I think it's maybe... Okay, there's a reason why. He's an android. Oh! Androgynous, got it. <laughs> there we go. Um, yeah. So... Well, there was another thing I was going to say. All the demons are just hallucinations? No, they're androids too. It's all a whole android thing. That's so You'll find that out in the next issue. 
All right. Let's see. Uh, Tony fights demons and pervert to save naked chick from previous story. Uh, Iron Man gets wrecked. Uh, Micus gets domestic abuse charges. Uh, and then Green <laughs> Iron Man shows up to save them. Yeah, Green Iron Man is is he's called the Guardian. He actually names himself next issue, but it's Kevin O'Brien. Yeah, Kevin O'Brien is uh, is. Oh, look at me! I'm Iron Man, but I'm green because I'm Irish. Oh, well. So that that suit was made by him and Stark. Like they made the suit together. Why did they make it look so stupid? I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, can't look. look Tony, look at, Tony was look like, OG, "Look, look at OG Iron Man suit, though." Okay, that still didn't even, this even this Iron Man suit. Like, it's not great. I mean, but Tony was like, look, I can't have you looking cooler than me, so uh, we're going to have to do something stupid to the face of your costume, and we're going to put one of those we're going to put one of those little hatch doors on the middle of your suit. Um, actually, there's a reason for that, I think. It's so he can get out. <laughs> no, I think that is, uh, and it gets found out in uh, an issue or two later, that it's a fail-safe, because I, you, you're kind of correct in saying that Tony doesn't want somebody have a better suit than him. So he, he built something in there to take him out if he had to. God damn, that's super Batman of Tony. Right? Which, by, right. I, by that I mean dirty and, uh, you know, untrusting. I mean, also, that works with Tony, though. So. That Yeah, actually, I guess that's true. They um, could be besties if they weren't the same person, just... Uh... <laughs> Different universes. Mm-hmm. Um... But yeah, Kevin is he's he's trying to track Tony. Apparently, the alarm has been going off, so he's like, "All right, well, I guess I have to go save Tony." And so he no, you guys hear it? Oh, I guess I got to go and save Tony. Wait, go ahead. Puts on the suit, hops in the ship, and flies from New York or Long Island to Washington D.C. Um, and yeah, what's with the rocket? Why can't he just fly like Tony does? Fuck, I don't know, dude. Oh, that's right. Again, Tony didn't Tony want him. Did, Tony's yeah. a dick. So, what if I make you the suit, but you can't fly anywhere? But even then, like Tony flew in on a plane to to DC. I guess that's true. That's because the suit only has like ten minutes of power in it. Exactly. Uh, they actually, I think I've talked about this before, but there was a uh, a game that I had for my Game Boy that was uh, Iron Man and the Exo uh, Man of War. Oh, nice! And um, when you played as Iron Man. Like you had this little like, um, uh, like energy level. Okay. And as you would use the suit, like it would go down. So like all of Tony's levels were basically like a do this as fast as you can type of level, because if you didn't, you would run out of power before you could get to the end. And as soon as you run out of power, he falls to the ground and just like crumples down and falls down. Like he's dead. (laughs) And it's like, does it recharge? No. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. That's much crap. And uh then you know you'd play as the Exo Manowar and you could just go through and wreck everything. And I'm just yeah, like, man. Yeah, Tony, your levels kinda suck. <laughs> and then I was like, Wait, Iron Man, you kinda suck. There you go. You had it right. That's and then right. we and then we got into these comics and I'm like, Oh my god, this is the Iron Man they based that game off of. Cause he sucks. Honestly, probably. Um, so the whole point of this is Iron Man is fighting Mycos. It just it goes back and forth. Mykos is going to kill Iron Man. Like he throws him into like over the ledge. But Mm -hmm. we've mentioned, I mentioned earlier how his power is just like drained. And he always finds a way to like rewire something to give him like five more minutes of power. 
<laughs> That's because Tony Stark's a super genius. Mm-hmm, sure. Super genius. Um, they keep fighting. Klein steps in, says, hey, I didn't want him dead just yet. You have to, I want him alive, captured. But then Klein even says later on, I was like, okay, now you can kill him. Like, make up your mind, you damn android. Um, but once Iron Man, with his final power, is able to destroy, kill Micus and all of these other creatures that are going to attack him. And this is when Kevin shows up. And he's like, oh, hey, the uh, Iron Man, Tony's underneath the street. I don't know why he's there, but okay, cool. I guess I'll just blow, like, burrow this rocket into the middle of the sidewalk. No, that makes complete sense. Um, and then he gets underneath, and there he is. And it's like, oh yeah, hey, so what's going on there? They're Iron Man, like, I don't know why you're here, and uh, there's all these robots, just broken robots laying around, and, and Iron Man's like, robots? What? What? Oh, no, they're shit. demons. Yeah, so it was, it was, it was a thing. All right, next issue. What you got? All right, so <clears throat> next issue. Sorry, I have to flip the page. Very no, fine. Issue forty-four. Iron Man stops a peeping Tom, Tom dressed as a mummy robot, only after Green. Iron Man saves him and the naked chick. Also, Cap starts a fight for no reason with the uh, green Iron Man because he thinks that he's fighting Tony. Yeah, so right, kind of <laughs> hit on that one. Um, Guardian, or also, I, I sent you a picture of the game that I was talking about. Okay, um... <laughs> which is why I was looking up, which is why I was distracted from uh, flipping the page to my. Uh... No, that's fair. So, also, real Kevin, quick, can we? Uh, who dressed Marianne like that? Did uh, creepy perv dude naked her up and then redress her? Uh, must have. Again, he's an android. He didn't care. I guess that's true. Although androids do feel, right? Is that how that <laughs> thing goes? I don't remember. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, I lost it. No. Uh, so yeah. Kevin gets to... Hey, welcome I, back to the 60s. Oh. Exactly. I don't know if this is... I'm assuming this is like Avengers Headquarters, right? Because... Uh, yeah, because Cap Cap show, like Cap's there when he shows up and he's like, oh, this dude's coming in here to gloat about beating Iron Man. I'm going to go kick his ass. And then Cap ends up getting his it, ass kicked. It's, how does Kevin have access to... That's why all the alarms are going off. Tunnel. But like, even he shouldn't even be able to access this tunnel like he's standing on the spot maybe he like, picked up right, tony's head and down. just like pushed it against the door like with the eye retinal scan <laughs> and then you know. either way yeah you're right like he gets down comes out of the tube and immediately cap throws the shield and and decks kevin in the head um and then like he starts giving punches to cap and then my head i'm like what the fuck are you doing kevin like just be like, hey, this is you're this is mistaken. I'm this is what's going on. Nope, nope. I'm gonna go no, beat up look, Captain America. Cap started the fight. He did start the fight. He says, yes. Look, Cap, you started this. So here's my here's my five knuckle salute. 
Except you only Wait. hit people with four knuckles, so it didn't make any sense. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I can't believe you had to look at your hand. I don't get in many fights, I'm sorry. Thumb knuckle engage. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you can't can't get it under. It's going to break your thumb. Um, So Kevin fixes up Tony, I guess. And while he is hallucinating, he first hallucinates this night phantom, the, the mummy thing. No, mummy. he first hallucinates two hot chicks. Well, okay, sure. And then he hallucinates the uh, mummy peeping Tom robot thing. Yeah, which is just, again, just a hallucination. And then we get to Mr. Klein, who is like, who has the mummy peeping Tom phantom thing. And it's like, all right, well, hey, so you've already destroyed him in his dream. Now you can go destroy him in reality. Um. So, and this this right here is, is the part I brought up earlier about Iron Man and Tony. So Iron Man was like near dead. And Tony was nowhere to be seen. And all of a sudden now Tony's in a wheelchair and <laughs> Mary Ann's just like supposed to be okay with it, I guess. Marion knows he's Iron Man, though, doesn't she? So, I would be surprised at this point if she didn't. By the end of... Is it the end of this issue? uh, They definitely say in the next issue that she knew. So, it just... It makes more sense. Gotcha. But this whole thing... Also, what's going on... I mean... Tony's also like, well, I, I want to talk to her, I want to talk to Marianne, but she can't know that I'm Iron Man. If she knew the truth, she'd be like, she doesn't like Iron Man. Even though he doesn't know that she had, whatever feeling she had toward Iron Man have now risen, thanks to the um, Micah slapping her, I guess, and getting her <laughs> out of the trance. So, I, whatever. But then we get the the night phantom popping up and so you want to hear something fucked up? What's what's that? So the cover for issue forty four, yeah, is almost the same as the first page of issue forty five. Oh yeah, okay. That's fucking weird because when I I flipped to it, I'm like, wait a second, I'm like, that doesn't look right. But yeah, like we had to wait a whole issue before we find out where that came from well but by the end of the issue 44 well i say end because they had uh to be continued well so i'm reading this on marvel also she changes her clothes between yeah i noticed that too uh i'm reading this on marvel unlimited and issue 43 and 44 they had backup stories with giant man like i don't know if they're reprints of the first issues or what? But like okay. issue forty-five, that story was only thirteen pages long. And Weird. then, yeah, I don't know. It was so I got really confused by it for a second. But by the end of that, you do see the Night Phantom with his guts hanging out because you realize he's an android. But so it's giving away the the thing, the the it's giving away the the plot point at the very beginning with the cover. Yeah, like, what are you doing? Um, the the big thing is is Kevin has feelings for Marianne now. Did he see her naked too? Is that why? Or 
I mean, he must have, because, or otherwise, he's just like, woman, man. Woman! Oh. <laughs> I mean, sort of. I so, mean, in his defense, he's like, look, I'm getting pretty much all of Tony's uh, secondhand stuff. Maybe when Tony's done with her, he'll, you know. Well, and I'll, I'll admit this. Before reading that issue, re- reading issue 44, before getting into 45 here, I'm like, you know what? Tony's just going to use her and abuse her and probably dump her anyway. He already did once. They they had apparently been together before. Yeah, because um, I, I was wondering about that because, like, the first issue or the first time she pops up, it's like, oh, just tell Tony it's somebody he doesn't even know anymore. Don't worry about it. Yeah, like, he, they apparently had a relationship. I don't know when. Um, they had a relationship sometime before. And obviously, Tony left her, probably because of an Iron Man thing. And... So in my head, I'm like, you know what? Kevin does need some companionship. Like, just, I mean, I would I actually wouldn't mind seeing Kevin and, and Marianne together. Like, that would have been fine. And then we get into issue 45. Because by the end of 44, like, Kevin, or Kevin's gone. He had left because he was starting to get jealous, sort of. Yeah. Um, it was funny that the, the, not the maid, but the cook is basically telling Marianne's like, you don't need to be getting with Tony. Like he's a good for nothing, whatever. You need to get with that good Irish man because she's also Irish. So she knows. <laughs> she knows Kevin is probably a good, good, respectable man. Until he's not. We'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. Issue forty-five. Um, yep. <clears throat> Iron Man fights a bunch of college anti-war protesters to save his company from ruin. After also Tony gets naked with naked girl. Uh, Kevin wants to swing his shillelagh at the naked girl. Iron Man fights Green Iron Man, and Kevin dies. Oh wait, that was two covers together. That was my bad. Yeah, I was gonna say that's the end of the uh, end of four six. So, yeah, which that, that was my bad. I I, I forgot that. Uh, uh, so I hit the one cover, and then I was flipping through to find the other cover, and didn't make a space between. Ah, okay. That was my bad. No, but you're because he's stories go together so it works out just fine um yeah it's it's so Iron we gotta talk about and... the wardrobe change between the end of issue 44 and the beginning of issue 45 where marianne goes from wearing a striped shirt and jeans to a red low-cut shirt with lots of cleavage and white pants i kind of like the stripes better if i'm being honest i did too actually yeah um yeah so i don't again whoever this was two different um artists i believe Oh yeah, I mean, I think they changed artists like every other fucking uh, um, book in this one. Or maybe not. Actually, you've got the book, so you've got the actual book book, and I oh, hold on, I can go back here. All right, let's see. Artist was George Tuska for this one, and yeah, the and last. Ross Andrew for forty four. George Tuska and Ross Andrew for forty four. So yeah. Uh, Although 44 had the two stories. I don't know. But anyways, it looks like um, Iron Man gets shit kicked out of him by uh, the Peeping Tom, but then he comes back and breaks the Peeping Tom. And then there's angry guys talking about uh, they need more money for the war. I don't know. (laughs) Oh, I figured out. Ross Andrew did the art for the Ant-Man. Ah, gotcha. Okay, so 
So no, it's the same artist with George Tuska for 44 and 45. So this, there was no reason why she should have different clothes. I will say this though. Um, in all of these issues, Stan Lee's the editor. He did a terrible job editing all this. There I were, mean, there's yeah. not only are the layouts messed up, but like obviously we just found a color problem. Uh, well, um, the color problem, the huge discrepancy in her outfit, and like her hair changes, her outfit changes. Um, there are so many like bad dialogues in this. The last issue, well, two issues ago, when they had the doom prayer. Uh, that was the the snake. That was that giant snake underneath. Everybody's calling it Doom Prayer. Iron Man calls it Doom's Doom Sprayer with an <laughs> F. Which that makes more sense because it's a snake. But yeah. everybody's calling it the one thing, and he never heard of the. I, there's a lot. There's editing problems up the ass in these issues. I noticed that right away. And like, there's also um, dialogue issues. Like I said, um, there's a couple times where Marianne's got an extra R in it. <laughs> yeah, like I don't, I don't know. And I mean, uh, I'm not saying like the Marianne, like he's stretching out purposely. It's Marianne, but there's an extra R. Marianne. Yeah. Wait, who was saying it? Was it? I uh... Oh, because if it was Green Iron Man saying it, it could have been like Marianne. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so ultimately what happens here, Iron Man takes care of the, the night phantom fairly easy. Um this guy is trying to out Tony uh Simon Gilbert. He's trying to out Tony as the head of Stark Industries as the president. Yep. Because and then they're getting a lot of bad press. So it's and then there's like, this spot where uh, um, Klein's like, uh, if Stark is no longer head of in, uh, his industrial power, he will no longer figure into my master plan. And then there's an asterisk that says, actually, nothing figures into Mr. Klein's master schemes any longer since he perished in Daredevil. Yeah. So it's just like, and it's like, wait, but did this issue come out after that one? Then I, I honestly, I don't know. I'd have to because if that's that the case, that's list. shitty storytelling. Again, and that's bad editing. And I think that's Stan Lee edited all this stuff. So I as much as we all give credit to Stan Lee for his amazing work. Um, Stan Lee had amazing ideas. That's really about it. And we've been we've been on a Stan Lee kick lately on a lot of stuff. And I'm starting to come off my Stan Lee high of like, oh yeah, Stan Lee's the greatest. He's he's not, actually. Really not. Yeah. Anywho, um, so a naked girl only gets partially naked in this one. Very true. She's got, well, sort of, um, because I think at this point, once is this it? Uh, do 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 do. Yeah. So, um, whoop. There is a fun stuff going on. He, uh, Tony's going to, I guess, propose to her, which I guess is on point for most of these uh, characters. And I mean, yeah, you can't like you can know a girl for a week and then propose to her, and then of course she's going to tragically die or something. But, um, but they they have a 
nice romantic uh, kiss as Kevin walks in and gets super jealous. But I, I, I bring that up because... Wait, here's my question, everything... though. Prior to this, when Tony's looking at the picture of Marianne, Marianne's looking at a picture of Tony, where the fuck did Kevin get the picture of Marianne that he's looking at? Don't worry about it. It's <laughs> no different than... God, what is it? There's some, like, TV show... Or, or yeah, yeah, it was Power Rangers. Power Rangers had, um, in Power Rangers in Space, when Astronema and Zane, the sixth ranger, are starting to have like a romantic relationship, they both have pictures of each other. Okay, and it's literally just like the the headshot photos of them prior to start filming, kind of thing. But it's like. You guys didn't plan this out right. <laughs> pretty, pretty great. I remember that, like from when I watched it back in the day. <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> um, but what I I bring that up, and going back to your, she's only partially naked thing. Um, once they, once the riots start happening, and Guardian Kevin starts to go take care of that, Marianne has a premonition. Tells it to Tony, he leaves. And next time we see her, she's naked. So there you go. Oh wow, she sure is. Look at that. <laughs> That's it. Her her name is officially Naked Girl. Okay. Um, so these protests are happening. It's basically it's 70s protests happen. Um they are You notice the cops aren't shooting anybody in these protests. Cops aren't here yet. Exactly. There, there you go. There's another thing. The cops aren't even there yet. Yeah. Um. So Guardian goes down there, and he's going to like just kind of shoo off the protesters, and inadvertently uses his repulsor ray and shoots four of them, <laughs> which they all think kills these four. Even Kevin thinks he killed them. Um. It actually gets revealed in the next issue that they didn't die. So yeah, I guess. They just so wait. So if they didn't die, does that mean that when Iron Man uh, um, in the movie uh, Avengers, when he's falling out of Stark Tower and the suit comes and he melts all those people's faces off, they didn't die? I think so, yeah. <clears throat> They're just maimed for life? Yep, yeah. Oh, well, I mean. That's fine, right? Everything's fine, yeah. So, yeah, the protests are happening. Uh, the cops are on their way, which then... I also want to say, so these guys get killed. Okay. Guardian kills, air quotes, these these four. Immediately, these protesters start, like, going apeshit, which you should, 100%. You just saw, in, in not indecency, a... Um, murder. Well, murder, <clears throat> sure. Um, you need to stop what's going on. But then their reason, then they were like, all right, well... Iron Man's not fighting back. He knows he's guilty. Let's go burn the building. What? That's no. They had to make the protesters look like the bad guys. They were anti-war protesters. Come on, man. Sure. Okay. This is in the seventies. So that would be what Vietnam. I thought Vietnam was eighties. No, it would have been seventies. No, wait. Shit. When was Korea Vietnam? was in the eighties, wasn't it? Shit, I don't know. Let's. Where are you looking up? I'm looking up Vietnam. 
Yeah, seventies. Okay. And then the Korea Korean War. Uh, fifties. Holy shit! The Korean War is back in the fifties. So what was in the eighties? Cold War. I mean, yeah, the Cold War was in the eighties. But okay. well, then, so yeah, these are these are Vietnam protesters. I mean, it's early in Vietnam. Like Vietnam, it happened in seventy five, according to Wikipedia. Or not Wikipedia, according to Google. Um, so <laughs> Wikipedia. You know, I like Wikipedia. I like Wikipedia too. Sometimes. Sometimes. Uh, so, yeah, you're right. As we get here, we get Iron Man and Guardian fighting for a second. This is where Iron Man exploits the one little safety valve uh, to stop Kevin. Uh, but then, like, the end of the issue, you got the cops there holding, like, standing at the uh, the door when the protesters come back. And then they start attacking. Dude, well, they're like, uh, all right, guys, looks like it's uh, get your clubs ready. We have to wipe these guys out. See, this right here just shows that uh, they didn't have protests like we have protests as far as the cops go because the cops are just shot us. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. I mean, dude, these guys are throwing fucking rocks and bricks and shit. They had people throwing water bottles at protests last year and the year before that or whatever, whenever that and shit happened. 2020, and they were literally shooting people for that. Hell, we had a guy here in town that lost his fucking eye to one of their little beanbag gun things. Yep. Crazy. Um, but what really gets me is that when we go into the next issue, we end the issue with this protest, like this riot start ready to happen. And when we go into the next issue, now, now we get a front page, Daily Beagle, you know, superheroes fighting each other. Yeah, you know what's fucked up though? It's not even a picture of Spider-Man. Yeah, but it's a picture of Iron Man. And J. John Jameson, like, still doesn't like people in masks, so. That's true. It works. Unless um, he's the one paying for them to be uh, in the masks, in which case, you know. True. Which, we might be getting to the, some of those here soon. <laughs> the whole Spider Slayer stuff. Um, Yeah, so, as I had mentioned earlier, I hadn't. I kind of forgot this issue in my original reading, so I kind of thumbed through this one as well. Uh, ultimately, it's what's his name, the um, Gilbert, basically forcing Kevin O'Brien to be like, he's our new, basically our new Iron Man. He's going to save this company, um, and he's going to take care of regular Iron Man. And, and Tony and and Marianne are just like. All right, I guess we're all good and dandy now. Like everything's all fine, right? Right? I don't know. Yeah. So then you got uh, Kevin fucking bitch slapping. What's his name? Gilbert. Yeah, Simon Gilbert. Dude, which is like he literally like full open hand just like fucking pimp slaps this dude. Well, and Gilbert the entire time he's just like, "Hey, O'Brien, go go kill those protesters. Like I'm done with messing with these." these rebels and, and they shouldn't be doing all this. I don't care if they die. It's all this stuff. And Kevin's like, fuck you, dude. Like, what are you talking about? Like, I ain't, you're not taking this company or like, if you want this company, you, uh, you'll steal over my dead body. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's like, I already like after what I did yesterday. And yes, I know we all know that they're not dead, but like, I still hurt people. So, you know, F off. And he basically fights the whole board. And is finally like coming back to his senses, 
we get Tony basically talking. I think he was talking to uh, Marianne earlier about how the power in the suit is corrupting uh, Kevin and making him go a little loopy. Yeah. Which is kind of starts to make sense because why he there was like a whole point where he was when he was looking at Marianne's picture like why am I jealous of of Tony and he's my friend and but then Tony comes in here and he's like uh he's like you know you need or Marianne says you need to come back to your senses and he's like what are you talking about and he's like you know after you turned on the board and he's like whoa 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 first off the board turned on you buddy boy I saved your ass yeah and then Gilbert chimed in and being all stupid hoity-toity stupid um, Tony does give him like punch him out, but then it gets to the point where he suits up his Iron Man, goes and fights Guardian. The battle ensues. Um, Guardian gets a like tank. Yeah, I don't know where the hell like the tank just kind of rolls out of a fucking uh, a garage, and so I don't think the Guardian this actually. This way, Stark won't be known. Won't won't be knowing. I found out about his latest top secret project, the Aero Tank. Much less that I know how to fly it and how to operate its laser cannon. And so, yeah, he comes out and starts attacking everything. But Iron Man's like, all right, well, I know where I need to go. I'm gonna use my repulsor rays on the tank, and blows it up. Which then, well, I guess he doesn't blow it up. He gets it out of control. Like he makes it lose. Uh, control and then I uh Guardian drives the tank into like a high voltage, high voltage yeah like a power center basically yeah. and Kevin dies Kevin gets killed Iron Man killed somebody see when when he yell when Iron Man yells Kevin I feel like he should be on a plane <laughs> Kevin but yeah like and he kills him and he's in, and what really pisses me off is I think the only reason why they kill off Kevin was because they're like man he would probably make a better Iron Man than Tony Stark would. Which would be perfect. Tony can be like Tony, and then he can have Kevin be Iron Man. You know what it really is, though? It's that anti-Irish uh, movement. You know? Ah, that's fair. That's fair. But yeah, and then that, that was it. That's that's the end of those issues. Um, they weren't terrible. They weren't Fantastic Four terrible. That's true. Although I do believe that my cover stories would have been better, but... I know. mean, we're going to have to do that a lot more in some future issues. <laughs> um, I'm not saying all of them, because there are actual good stories out there. No, no, no. When we get to good comics, I'll read them. But when we do stuff like this, I actually like the, the cover thing better. And maybe maybe next time I'll, I'll write a whole story about the cover instead of just what... Uh... <laughs> you know what? I kind of like that. <laughs> We'll we'll, we'll we'll put it we'll put it on the Patreon as Patreon content. <laughs> Maybe I like that. Um, that being said, this these were these were fine. I'm not. They were I'm not terrible. Upset. Yeah, I like I like that they are connecting more, but at the same time, like I don't know. It's just a lot. There was a lot in there that wasn't needed. Um, I mean, they, the, but there the always is because I, I feel sure. like okay. Despite the fact that what there's there's the issues come out what once every three months. These came out once every month. Oh, okay. Yeah, every month. Okay, I I wasn't actually paying. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Well, because early, like the early 40s, 50s, and even maybe some 60s, it was once every other month or once every, I think, your first Captain America issues were quarterly. Like every, yeah, every three months. Yeah, that's what I thought they were. 
yeah, it, 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 but that's, but those were also like 60 pages that you were paying like a dollar for. Yeah, I guess that's true. Like you had eight stories in those 60 pages. Yeah. So, so you got your, your three money's worth. worth. Yeah. Um, (sighs) but no, like this is one of those things where we're, we're, they're putting a story out every month and they're not the greatest. Well, it's like, it's like they didn't take the time to write the stories before they started making the, the, um, boards for them, you know? Okay. And then that, that's what it feels like to me is like, okay, well we got this going on, but, um, you know what? That doesn't really play into our last story, but it's fine. We'll just, we'll just make things up. So it makes sense to where it'll like sort of fit. It's almost like they forgot what happened in the last issues or they were like, oh, well, we need filler before we can get to this story because we're not done with this story yet. I'll give you that because it's definitely it definitely feels like things turn quickly. Yeah, like they don't have any kind of cohesion to them. Yeah. Like it's like, okay, well, this is going on, but then this also happens because uh, we aren't ready for this to happen yet because we haven't quite gotten this story yet. And Well, and then this this also faulted because of its connection to Daredevil with the Klein stuff. Yeah, because that came um, out before this issue came out. But there, well, that's the, yes, but like the whole Klein storyline was going on concurrently with Daredevil, and had they actually maybe not had that last panel, would have thought anything of it. Yep, a hundred percent. But because they had that last panel of like, I'm gonna. Tony Stark needs to survive, or Iron Man needs to survive because of my plans. Oh, that plan doesn't matter if you go read this issue. Like, why would why? Don't tell me that. You don't or find like they could have they could have even been like you know find find out out what his plan yeah find find out how his plans work out in Daredevil eighty four or whatever. Yeah, like if they had done that instead of like oh nope guess his plans fail because he dies in this issue. I don't know. Like that's not selling me the comic, you know. So. I don't know. Yep. It's little things that are just annoying. But the story overall, Iron Man, from the four we just read, Iron Man wasn't the worst. That the worst goes to Fantastic Four hands. One hundred percent. Absolutely. Um and maybe Daredevil as a second worst. I think it goes Spider Man, Iron Man, Daredevil, Fantastic Four. For the four we just read, it that I agree with that wholeheartedly. The issue is Fantastic Four, like Iron Man, Daredevil, and and uh, Spider Man are all closely around the same time. Yeah, we still have twenty issues to catch up for Fantastic Four. Gross. Oh, you yeah. know what we should do. What's that? Those twenty issues. You should just give them to me. I will do my cover stories for those, and that's how we'll cover the whole. Wait, wait. Better yet, we'll Here's... each. Hey, we'll each interpret. Or, or I'll interpret, and then you can go through and just pull out the important things. Like you that's know, the thing. There's this is where Mole Man I, comes back. This is where you know. Well, uh, yes, I was actually just looking at it because I have it. This these issues, we get some inhuman stuff. We get Ben being able to go back from the thing to human form and back and like go back and forth a little bit. Um, we get a nihilist coming back. Like really, there's some interesting things in these issues. So I don't know. Well, we'll, 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 we'll read through and figure it out. We'll figure it out. Uh, that being said, I think that's everything for now. Fantastic Four is not going to be our next 
issue recover. We're going to take some a break from them for now because I can't. <laughs> our our mental health will not let us read any more of these. Yeah, I think we're I think we might have to go to some good stories actually. So um, that being said, thank you all for listening. Uh, Ron, where can they find you? Um, you can find me good at this game, all one word on uh, Instagram, on TikTok, on um, the bird one that's got an R at the end of it. Um, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, there's other places you can find me, but uh, find me at your own peril. There you go. Uh, you guys can find this show on Twitter at Comic Rundown, on Instagram at Comic Book Rundown. You can email us, comicbookrundown at gmail.com. Rate and review us on your podcasting app of choice or on social media. Let us know. We'll read it on an upcoming episode. We've got merch over on Redbubble and Public, and our song was done by Joe, formerly of Wreck My Podcast and formerly of uh, One Half of the Sex Turtles. So also you can't find us on Spotify past steel still. So I'm working on that. <clears throat> yeah, no, no, I'm just saying, like, so if people are looking for us, they aren't looking for us in the wrong places. True, that's fair. Um, yeah, I don't know what's going on with that. I I've talked to Tim about it. I've done stuff on the Captivate. I have no idea what's Who knows? going on with that. So um yeah, so thank you all for listening. And uh oh yeah, we're also part of the Fresh Casual Network. Probably mentioned that. Yeah, I think we've well we didn't forget to do it the last time. No, we didn't do it on the Patreon or on the, the rundown reviews, I don't think. Yeah, we did. Because I had said something about it and then uh um Chuck took the rest. Yeah. Okay. That works. That's right. That's why I like talking about it on rundown, because Chuck can actually just take over and I don't Well, because he remembers that stuff because he had to do it, you know, like like two years. Yeah. Yeah. Well now three because he's come over here. Yeah. I love it. All right. Thank you, guys. We'll catch you later. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this show, check out all the other great shows here at the Professional Casual Network. Like what, Danny? I'll tell you. On Mondays, we've got the Lost Omens podcast, our Pathfinder 2E actual play, hosted by me, playing through the Extinction Curse AP. Also, streaming on twitch.tv slash professional casual network at 7 p.m. Eastern time, you can check out, oh yeah, the Power Phase, our Marvel Crisis Protocol live battle report show. On Tuesdays, the podcast version of, wait, did I roll a wild? Our Marvel Crisis Protocol povlog is available. On Wednesdays, alternating releases on the Patreon, we have Settling the Southlands, our homebrew Wolfwarp actual play, and The Slithering, a Pathfinder second edition actual play. And on Thursdays, live at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on twitch.tv slash professional casual network, we've got, wait, did I roll a wild, our Marvel Crisis Protocol povlog. You can also check out back episodes of Elite Eight Showdown and the first 39 episodes of the Lost Omens podcast, the first 24 episodes of Settling the Southlands, and the first handful of episodes of The Slithering on the YouTube at youtube.com slash the professional casual.